Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, and founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, for the month of June, we're going to be focusing on tax planning strategies. And if you joined us last week, you know we started our discussion by talking about the SECURE Act. And I know the SECURE Act was passed two years ago, but we are not behind the curve because this past February, yep, you've guessed it, the IRS made some changes. So I want to make sure that we're diving in deep enough that you know about the changes and how that could impact you because potentially it could bring a 50% penalty if you're not positioned properly or if you make some decisions without knowing the new IRS regulations. So we wanna make sure we go over that. And of course, we have lined up for the rest of the month. We wanna talk about Roth IRAs and IRA conversions. We wanna talk about life insurance because according to Ed Slot, who is one of the leading IRA experts in this country, he says that the IRA, the stretch IRA has been downgraded and the life insurance as a wealth planning tool has been upgraded. And we wanna make sure that you understand how to use life insurance in a way that can benefit you while you're alive, but also can benefit your heirs when you pass. And then of course, we wanna take time to talk about charitable remainder trust. We wanna talk about being able to make donations from your IRA and then we'll talk about required minimum distributions. So we have a fun month, I know it's fun to me, but a fun month of June that we can talk about these strategies. Because I know that many times individuals, when they're looking at their finances, it can be overwhelming, it can seem confusing, but when we can understand that you don't have to do that alone, we can be working together to create strategies so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. So let's jump into where we left off last week. And when we were talking, we talked about the SECURE Act. We talked about how it effectively killed and removed the stretch IRA. It changed the rules on it. And we talked about what an IRA is. We went over that. We talked about what is a stretch IRA. Grandpa was able to, not anymore, but was able to leave his IRA to two-year-old Princess Zara and Princess Zara could use it over the whole 80, 90 years of her life. And then she had a beneficiary. So we talked about the continuation that was involved in that. And then we talked about the fact that there are some tax changes that are coming. And uh, the fact that many times what happens is that we look at something like the SECURE Act going through and say, oh, I don't even need to do tax planning. I've got enough on my plate. Yes, maybe I've got half a million, quarter of a million, three quarters, a million, whatever the amount is, but I'm not gonna worry about it because I'm technically not rich. Well, I'm gonna point us to our screen. So for those of you on our radio station, I know that you can't see this, but for my YouTube followers, thank you for being there. And please make sure you hit subscribe so every time we have a new show, you can be watching it. But when we look at it, last week we had talked about the fact that there are different brackets on in regards to the wealth in this nation. That basically, if as long as you make more than $44,269, you're in the top 50% of this nation. And if you wanna go through the specifics on that, you can listen to uh, last week's program. 
But what I wanted to point out, because there was a question, when I went through and I said, listen, the top 1% who make more than 546,000, they pay 38% of the taxes in this nation. And those who make more than 221, they are at the top 5%. There was some confusion on the amount of taxes that they were paying. So what I'm gonna do is walk through it a little bit slower and then we'll continue on in our regularly scheduled program. So. What I was saying last week, and I want to clarify this week, remember when I said that to be in the top 10% of this nation, all you need to do is make $154,589 of adjusted gross income, and you, my friend, are in the top 10%. That means you have uncommon income. There's 90% of Americans who don't make what you make. That is why I'm so adamant that we have to understand how taxes all work, because if you make more than that 154,000, then that means you and everyone who makes more than you, if you add up all the taxes that were paid in this country, 70% of that came from you and everyone who makes more than you. So it doesn't mean if you make 154,000 for your adjusted gross income that you're paying 70% in taxes. That is not what it means. Even though AOC says we should go back uh, to the 94% tax rate because 90%, we've done that before, why can't we do it now? Um, I've got several reasons I'd love to explain to her, uh, but that is not what this is saying at all. This is just saying that the top 10% in this country pay over 70% of the taxes this country collects. That's what that was about. And what was the whole purpose of that discussion last week, and I'm bringing it into this week, is because there's been an underlying theme, an underlying belief in our country that it's okay, have someone else pay the taxes, let the wealthy pay the taxes, let the rich pay the taxes, but you, my friend, if you look at where the numbers are on this schedule that we have here, if you make more than 44,000, I'm not saying that that's rich, but I'm saying you make 50% more than everyone else in this country. If you make more than $88,000, you make 75% more than, than the rest of the Americans. And so when we look at that, we've got to start planning for taxes because when the IRS looks, where are they going to collect the money from for all the things that they have, they're not going to look at those who are only paying 3% of the tax bill in this country. They're going to be, I shouldn't say that because for compliance purposes, I cannot guarantee that, but they most likely, there is a chance probably will be looking at where the money is, which is you. And in a stroke of a pen, they can redefine you as rich. In fact, one of the things that I am gonna quickly do as I'm looking on my uh, screen here is I'm gonna jump to the tax thresholds because I wanna show you how easy it is for this to happen. And then we'll move on talking more about the SECURE Act today. And what I did is I actually pulled this up in front of me and I'm going to pull, go into 1941. And in 1941, the government said that if you make more than $5 million, we're going to tax you at an 81% tax rate. That goes back to the statement I made a little bit, uh, a few seconds ago, about wanting uh, AOC saying, hey, listen, we've been taxed at higher rates before. And you're right. 
we have been. But here's the deal. When they went to pass that, it was more, hey guys, this $5 million, they're rich, let's tax them higher. And to be honest, if you're making $5 million in 1941, we all know that's probably qualified as rich, right? So people didn't have a problem with it until look at the very next year. In 1942, they redefined what rich was. They said, huh, you know what? Why don't we make it at $200,000? And at $200,000, now we're gonna tax you all at, oh, at 88%. Any money you made over eight, over 200,000, in 1942 was taxed at 88%. And we can go backwards. We can see how they did something very similar to this in 1921. We can see other places where we can look at this in 1986. Okay, the, the highest tax bracket was 175,000. Uh, shouldn't say tax bracket, the threshold. And when we look at it and they said, anything you make over that, we're gonna tax you at 50%. The very next year they redefined it and said, nope, 90,000. Now they did lower the tax on that one. But my point of the matter is, is if you look through as I'm scrolling through on my computer and it's showing up on our, our YouTube feed, we can see that the government with a stroke of the pen can adjust who fits within the tax parameters which is why this month is so important and why, honestly, working with a financial planner who knows their stuff is critical. So I'm hoping that uh, everyone listening to me today has a financial planner that they're working with. And if not, of course, you know, you're always welcome to call us here at Crystal Clear Finances, 518-433-7181. So what I'd like to do, let's get back to our notes. Let's get back to what we were talking about and the SECURE Act and the fact that they stopped the wealth transfer from happening from the stretch IRA. So grandpa cannot pass away and give it to uh, two-year-old Princess Zara, who's a grandchild. They've got new rules that are in place. And in fact, I want to talk about this. So here's the old law. Beneficiaries listed on the IRA or the retirement plans, or even if you have a qualifying trust, in the past could stretch out those payments, right? Coming from the IRA over their lifetime. The new law, stretch IRAs limited, and you have to take the proceeds, and here's the kicker, within 10 years. So sorry, Charlie. So sorry, Princess Zara. So sorry, children. You got 10 years and you gotta spend all this money. So here is the exception. There are five classes to this rule. So the surviving spouse. So remember how in the past when someone passed away, they could leave their IRA to the surviving spouse. They could do what they wanted with it. They could take it all and buy a new car, a new house and move away. Or they could just take it in little streams. Whatever they wanted to do with it, the government didn't mess with that. They said, all right, surviving spouse, we're not going to worry about it. With minor children, they're an exception. Also disabled individuals. All right, so they looked at that and they said, okay, we wanna make sure that the disabled children, they're able to use this. We're not gonna put restrictions on them. Chronically ill, we're not gonna force them to spend it down. We're not going to uh, force individuals that were left this money that were within 10 years of the same age as the IRA owner. And you might say, well, I'm confused by that. 
Well, the IRA with the owner, right? They have a required minimum distribution that they were gonna take out. If someone was within the 10 year period, they figure in, okay, we're still gonna get the money around the same period of time. But what we have to remember is everything that we're talking about today and what we were talking about last week, this applies to 2020, not 2019. So if someone passed away in 2019, stretch IRA still works, everything's fine. 2020, they said from now on, stretch IRA is gone. You have 10 years to get this done. Now, one of the nice things was up until February, one of the nice points was that they said, you know what, if you don't want to take that money right away and you want to wait till year 10, knock yourself out. You can wait till year 10. Now let's pause before we tell what the new change is. Why would that be beneficial to someone? Well, let's think that through. If you receive money and you have 10 years, then you can tax, use tax strategies to say, hmm, how much do I want to take out this year before I'm bumped to a new tax bracket? Or, hmm, what about IRMA? We've talked about that in previous programs because IRMA impacts the, the amount of surcharge or charge that you're going to pay on Medicare. And if all of a sudden, right before, two years before you're going to take Medicare, you bump your, your income up, right? You're getting all this lump sum that you're being taken from an IRA. It can change what your Medicare payment is. So we want to be careful on that. So having that 10-year window, yeah, that was a beautiful thing. I mean, more beautiful would be if we could have kept the stretch IRA. But in this case, now we have 10 years to decide. But that's not what happened. Because as of February 23rd, 2020, the IRS set regulations out that we have to follow that literally say, wait a minute, my bad, we wanna change that 10-year rule. So the 10-year rule up until February was You've got up to 10 years to deplete the account. Take it whenever you want. You'll be taxed on it, no penalty. Now the new rule is, okay, now you have to take it. Years one through nine, let me slow down. The, you may have to be required to take a required minimum distribution and then take the remainder in year 10. What determines if you have to take that? Well, let's take a quick 60 second break and then we'll be back with more crystal clear finances and we'll talk about, wait a minute, do you really have to take those payments between year one and year nine? And if you don't, are you gonna have to pay a 50% penalty? You could, and we'll be back in just 60 seconds. We've all been stretched over the past two years, but did you know the IRS stated you can't stretch your IRA anymore? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Stretch IRAs could be used to transfer wealth to your children and your grandchildren, but not anymore. Now many of the IRA funds you leave must be used within 10 years unless you qualify. There are other ways we can stretch legacy to those we love. Learn more by contacting Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181. When Willie Sutton was asked why he robbed banks, he replied, well, because that's where the money is. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. 
When the IRS needs money, they apply taxes because they know where the taxable money is. Positioning your resources so they're not available to be taxed? Well, that can be a game changer for you and your family. Learn the investment tools that can help provide tax-free growth and distribution. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Today, we are talking about part two on the SECURE Act. We're talking about the fact that yes, we know two years ago, the stretch IRA was effectively eliminated. Thank you, IRS. And that what happened going forward was instead of being able to pass money to our loved ones, to the next generation or the next generation, now the government said, "Mm -mm -mm. you need to have 10 years and that account needs to be closed and we get our money. So we've been working with that since 2020, 2021, everything's going smoothly, we're adapting to it, and lo and behold, in February 2022, this year, the IRS says, oh wait, I've got another one, one of those, but wait, there's more. Because now they said, we don't think that just giving you that 10-year area, that 10-year window to take the money is good enough. We think that you might even have to take money years on years one through nine, and then whatever's left, do it in year 10. Now, why is that a problem? Remember, if you're doing tax planning, if you're in your highest earning years, all right, think of this. You're working hard and unfortunately, either dad or grandpa or mom or grandma passes away. They leave you an IRA, which is a blessing. They leave you that money, but if you're being forced to take that money, well then now we're gonna add your income plus the income that you got from an IRA because that hasn't been taxed yet. And now it bumps you to a higher tax level. So what qualifies then if you're supposed to take this money. Well, the government, in all their wisdom, has come up with all these different acronyms and letters and all of this. So let's kind of review them so you can understand how this works. First, let's talk about the first one, which is an RMD. So required minimum distribution. And many people are familiar with that. They know that there's some type of letters grouped together, which means that they have to take money out of their IRA. Otherwise, there's a 50% penalty. And if you remember, over the course of years as we've been talking, used to be that that was at age 70 and a half, and that's when you needed to take it. Well, technically, it was the April following the year you turned 70 and a half for those of you who are just crossing your T's and dotting your I's. But now it's been changed to age 72, and rumor has it with different things going through that they want to push that to age 75. Now, at the time of where we're doing this program today, that's not where we're at. Right now, it's when you turn 72, there's a required minimum distribution that you have to take out of your IRA, there's a 10% penalty. Now, how does this impact the SECURE Act and the stretch IRA new regulation rules and beneficiary rules? 
Well, now what they're saying is there's something called an RBD, which is a really big deal, and that is the required beginning date. So the government says, if the owner of an IRA hits the RBD, their required beginning date, which is a really big deal, so they've hit that, right? And they have started taking their RMDs, which are a required minimum distribution, and then they pass away, then whoever inherits them that is not a spouse or doesn't qualify in those five classes we talked about earlier in the program, so they're just receiving this inheritance, they have to continue with require minimum distributions years one through nine, and then whatever's left at year 10, then they take in a lump sum. So that changes the game for those who are receiving it who are high income wage earners that maybe are at the top of the earning, maybe they're in the top 1% that are making 541,000, or maybe they're at the top 25% that are making the over 150,000. Now all of a sudden they have money that they're being forced to take from the IRA that's being added to their income and could possibly bump them to a higher tax bracket. So these are things to be considered. Now, could somebody say, you know what? Oh, this is, I really don't like that I'm having to pay these taxes. I'm going to go ahead and just, instead of doing it being in a higher tax bracket for the next 10 years, I'm gonna just bite the bullet and pay it all at once. Oh yeah, you could do it. I'm you know, pretty confident that the government might appreciate that. They're gonna get more of the money, can't guarantee. But that way you've bit the bullet, you took care of it, but you've lost a lot in taxes. And in fact, if I go to my screen and just look at what are the income taxes, and I begin to look at the income taxes, we can see here just calculating, you know, the different tax brackets that are there. And when you begin adding more, you begin to, in this example, I'm showing how if someone was making 100,000 and then they inherited the IRA and now they're having to take 100,000 a year, boy, that just added additional amounts in there and bumped them into new tax brackets. So we wanna be careful of that. The other area that we really wanna watch too, if now you've got this situation where they're saying, I don't care, uh, you have to take the required minimum distributions for years one through nine, and then the lump sum at year 10. Well, what if you're at age 63? What if you're saying, okay, I've got to start thinking about getting ready in the future for Medicare. You know, I, I can't take social security yet, but Medicare is the one that you're looking at. Well, the Medicare looks for the two prior years to see what your income was. And if your income, then this is according to 2022, if you have over 182,000, if you're married, then there's going to be a surcharge on your Medicare payments. So wait a minute. So your mom or dad or your grandma and grandpa worked super hard, put money in an IRA, were great savers, probably used a 401k with a match at work. They've got it in the IRA. They had a great life, didn't spend it all. They now pass it on to you. And because they were over the age of 72, they now you have to take income streams from it, which could bump you to an entire tax bracket and could cause a surcharge on your Medicare. Hi, vey. 
That's a lot that's going on. That's why it's so important that when you're sitting down with a financial planner, you can say, okay, this is what's going on. You know, I'll ask, is there uh, inheritance coming? Not because we want to put more in the market, because we need to make sure, or we may put some in the market, but it's mostly because we want to see how do we do the strategy of planning so that you're paying the least amount of taxes. Now, if someone does pass away, grandma, grandpa, mom or dad, whoever it is, and they pass away, and for some reason they've passed away early, well, in that case, if they have not reached age 72, well, they still, you still have 10 years, you have to empty the account, but now you're not required to have to take the required minimum distribution years one through nine. You can actually wait till, a, uh, not age 10, but you can actually wait till the year, the 10th year. And again, that goes back to understanding the ability to do tax planning when it comes to this. So with that being said, let me just recap, and I see that we're getting close to the end of our, our program together, but I think it's so important that we understand that the IRS continues to make changes, even to the Law Secure Act that they did just two years ago. Being in contact, having a financial team, an attorney, a CPA, a financial planner, preferably a certified financial planner. So they've gone through the training. I know when we had to go through the training here, it literally was, I had to take courses on taxes. I had to take courses on estate planning, on insurances, on property and casualty, on modern portfolio theory in the market. There were all different components that we had to put together because as a certified financial planner, we can look at the whole picture. And again, while we can't legally implement a trust or a living will, irrevocable trust, uh, healthcare proxy, power of attorney, all the different components, we're very well aware of them here at Crystal Clear Finances and work with your CPA and your attorney and your financial team to make sure you're using strategies that will really work for you. So to recap, the old law, beneficiaries listed on the IRA, your retirement plans at work or even qualifying trusts could stretch payments out for generations. New law in 2020 said, yeah, not happening. You gotta take it in 10 years. New, new regulation that came out this year said, okay, here's the deal. You can take up to 10 years if the required minimum distribution did not start. But if they reached the required beginning date, RBD, just think of it as the really big deal, right? If they reach that age and your loved one begins taking that income stream, because they have to, otherwise there's a 50% penalty. So if they begin taking it, then they pass away, then you have to continue on taking those payments as well. So those are the ones that we wanna make sure that you're aware of. There are some exceptions to this. Uh, one of the exceptions is, or actually I should say classes that they listed that said those who do not, this does not apply to, is a surviving spouse. Remember, still the same with a surviving spouse. They can use it all at once. They can hold on to it. They can pass it to the next generation. You have minor children, which they're classifying minor children as anyone below the age of 21. Uh, disabled individuals, chronically ill individuals, 
and individuals not more than 10 years younger than the IRA owners. Those are the only exemptions, exceptions that they have. But here's the thing, we need to stay alert to see what other changes are coming. And what I'd like to do is over the next few weeks in the month of June, and if we have to go in July, that's fine. But I wanna tell you, okay, so if this is what they said, and they took away one of the great, I shouldn't say the greatest, one of the key wealth transfer tools that many wealthy individuals use, what do we do now? Oh, we have a lot of other ways that we can do this. And I want to go over that with you. Our next program, we're going to be talking about Roth IRA conversions. Then we're going to talk about life insurance. We're going to talk about uh, qualified remainder trusts. We're going to talk about uh, eventually gifting and your required minimum distributions and how to be efficient in all those areas. And if you can't wait for all those programs to be done, you wanna to talk to me before then, please give us a call at 518-433-7181. And join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.